0: the boiler breakdown podcast is brought to you by mad mushroom home of the original cheese sticks proudly serving Purdue's campus mad mushroom offers boilermakers amazing pizza cheese sticks wings grinders and so much more next time you visit tell them boiler breakdown sent you for five dollars off any order over twenty dollars mad mushroom feed your head The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webb's is happy to announce that they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set up an appointment, and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy. The professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Meld today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind.
1: This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler.
2: Look, that's time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. Grab by the He's gonna score.
0: He's going to score. Touchdown for now. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable.
1: And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz.
0: Toss it downfield. Field. Beat Dwight Ellis and waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. More in motion. They get into a him. More in space. The burst
1: of speed. A first down for Purdue. He's still going. Moore back. Touchdown. It is intercepted. Bailey the other way. Marcus Bailey punctuates this upset
0: with a pick six. What's up, you guys? Tanner Lee here, along with Evan Webb and Andrew Eiler for another edition of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. Thanks for spending some time with us this evening, whether you're watching live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or listening on your favorite podcast platform. If you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating or in review. That really helps us out, and we appreciate it. Well, guys, for the first time on a podcast since March, we have to recap a Purdue loss. Doesn't feel
2: good. It's been a good run.
1: It's been a good run. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a short week though because we play Friday night, it so it's one less day to think about it.
0: Absolutely, great point, Andrew. And uh, and we'll either. get into and we'll get into the specifics. Twenty-seven to twenty lost to the Northwestern Wildcats, who were ranked twenty-third at the time. Now they're up to nineteenth, and Purdue, of course, is still looking to get back in the rankings for the first time since two thousand seven. They would have won Saturday think there was a good chance they hop into the rankings, but wasn't meant to be. I know uh, you guys were taking the loss a lot harder than me. And, <laughs> and really, and to be fair, I thought knucklehead central on golden black on, on, on the rival site in, in Boilermaker nation on Twitter. was as native as I've seen for a long, long time. Maybe I'm, I was too optimistic and positive after a loss. I, I don't know.
1: I, uh, I don't know. I just took that the offense, how how, how bad it looked as a little discouraging. Sure. Um, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, the defense played fairly well.
0: Northwestern and Northwestern's defense is, good is a good defense, and it made me feel a little better yesterday. I was listening to a college football podcast, and these particular hosts called Northwestern not only the best defense in the Big Ten, they thought right now they're the best defense in the country. I'm like, okay, if if, if, if that's really true, I feel a little a little better than I already was. But, I was
2: pissed. I'm still pissed. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's understandable. It, it, I think with the opportunity that was there for yeah. Purdue and to come yeah. out flat, especially, was a little discouraging. But but I, I guess I guess the part that kind of frustrated me, and in, in I'm probably in the minority here, really, um, as far as being a big fan of this guy's. I thought Aiden O'Connell was getting a lot of uh, criticism that wasn't really earned criticism, really.
1: He did not look good the first few drives.
0: Correct. I'm not I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you there. And I know that my biggest thing with him, and, and everybody knows this, Brom even mentioned in his uh, press conference on Monday, he, he, he's not mobile. We know that. And mm-hmm. we know Plummer and supposedly Burton are more mobile. We know that. But I, I thought the wide receivers didn't do much to help him out either the other night.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that, that's that was my and I was one of those people who was you know or, was yeah. calling for Plumber um at least in this at least in the second half just because I was I mean again what we said you said Northwestern defense is phenomenal um and our offensive line just was not, not holding up it was very apparent in the run game mm-hmm. um and the fact that the, the pocket was collapsing so quickly I'm not really sure he was going through all of his reads I mean he was he was keen on David Bell <clears> you know way too much which I mean I'm, I don't blame him Uh, I mean, David Bell, he's he's proven to, you know, make, you know, 50-50 balls more of a, you know, 75-25 type of catch every single time. Um, So why not key on him? But so was Northwestern. I mean, they pretty much, you know, shut him down in terms of what he's been able to do. But just with the way the pocket was collapsing and him not being able to, you know, create with his feet. And I think it just allowed Northwestern, because Northwestern knew that too. And they, you know, I didn't really see a ton of guys, you know. Spying on him, or you know, going after him because they could just sit back because I know he wasn't going to take off, so they could just still sit back with coverage and you know make it you know a living hell for sixty mm-hmm.
0: minutes. Yeah, and, and and I guess it's it's just different from what we've seen from Brom in the past. He usually has yeah. a quick leash, um, and didn't really have it this time. Even though he did say he thought about. Making a switch at one time, but he decided not to. And
2: there was the the, the they came out right the game. The sideline force that Aiden O'Connell was dealing with an injury, which yeah. all of us uh-huh. I don't know what it was. But I mean, I'm not he was sure. limping
0: during the game.
2: Yeah, he was. That was. I mean, he can't run as it is, and that's definitely going to limit uh-huh. him. You can tell it. I think a couple times he was. I think when he fumbled it, I think he was uh-huh. going to and uh-huh. then pulled back. Um, that also kind of makes me. It's like, man, is that just more of an indictment on like Plummer and, and I. I was if O'Connell's hurt and he's still getting the starting job.
1: I mean, I don't know. I I I think I was thinking about that. Like, okay, when we started the season, I was like, okay, there's definitely going to be play multiple quarterbacks. Even if it's one of them, predominantly, he's going to play multiple. We're sitting three games in, and O'Connell's the only one who's taken a snap at quarterback. Yeah, surprising. I was thinking it's more of brahm picking a guy rather than playing the hot hand like he did with cindelar and blau i think it's more of him just like i'm until you prove something that like i you're not going to win with you i mean we did he did well against iowa did pretty well against illinois so i mean like stick with him until he makes it clear that okay make something make a change
0: yeah, cuz coming into this game, he was the second leading passer in the Big 10. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was playing bad, but but like and, and I think he would admit it himself and I know Brom even mentioned this wasn't Aiden's best game. It, it, yeah. you know, but uh, but also he didn't get the greatest help around him. I know I remember Jared yeah. Sparks dropping two balls which man, I love the kick, <laughs> I love the guy's spirit and everything, but how many more chances is he got to get? He seems to yeah. drop a few every week. Um David Bell dropped a couple, even though they were really difficult catches. We're just so used to him coming up with those balls. Um, Payne Durham had a few drops the other day, yeah. The other night, um, it was
1: kind of a crummy weather.
0: It was, day, it was, but. um, which was frustrating as far as the run game. We just, we knew going into the game we we're going to have to get the run game going, and we couldn't. And we really, I thought, abandoned the run um, pretty quickly. But if yeah.
1: you take out, take out O'Connell's. Five five carries, which I'm sure him being flushed and getting sacked, had 12 carries to running backs or one to y, one to Milton, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, B. Schmidt9 on uh, Periscope here says, Northwestern game more than the others showed he singles in on Bell. Needs to think about checking down. I agree. Um, it seems like when he p- kind of panics, Bell's his safety blanket, which I understand. Um but uh, <laughs> this is a good one for you, Webby, since you are embarrassed. Oh yet.
2: God! Why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, this is the run faster, Nagy or Brom? Webby, take that oh, away.
2: That is a that is a great question, and well, one I really don't want to answer. I can't believe I watched that whole game last night.
0: Yeah. Well, God.
1: Uh, God. Oh, <laughs> you watched the you watched the whole Bronco game, Tanner. So you can't. talk. Oh, I can't
0: talk. They're awful too. <laughs> they're they're a turnover waiting to happen, man. They're they're in a. <laughs> quarterback uh, purgatory. It's uh, awful. Uh, but uh, that's right. yes, yes. So, both, so yeah, down, Even though Horvath didn't have a good game on the ground, he did have nine catches for 100 yards. First uh, Purdue running back since Edwin Watson in the 97 Alma Bowl against Oklahoma State to have 100 yards receiving, which that was kind of mind blowing, I think. That, surprised to me.
2: that yeah. really surprised me.
0: So, so, and some of those were kind of like a run in a way.
2: That's what I think They're you kind of.
1: That's what I mean. Going back to last year, two years ago, same thing, struggled to run. And Brahms talked about it. it's like, okay, offensive line obviously isn't a strength, not going to run it, but we're going to do basically runs with little swing passes, screens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the end arounds with uh, Jackson Anthrop or Rondell Moore when a year ago, two years ago, um, just kind of that a run or just kind of an, a long extended handoff. But uh mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised. I think he mentioned about checkdowns that we're not seeing the tight ends more. Yeah. I kind of thought. I then mean, we talked we heard a lot about Garrett Miller, I mean he had that one that one fourth That's down. Play yeah. He pulled away. He was running away from them a little bit. Um and then the other red shirt freshman, Kyle Bill, mm-hmm. I mean Payne Durham. I mean, all guys the two red shirt freshmen, highly recruited and talked about well. And Payne Durham, we know he's had several touchdown catches last year and has shown he can do it. So that's why I was kind of surprised how much he hones in on Horvath and David Bell that we don't see more of those safety blankets with the tight ends. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because I I think Payne is a good tight end and I think Mm -hmm. Aaron Miller's got a ton of potential. I mean – one catch in his career, and it—you uh you couldn't ask for 40 a better. Forty-yard
2: touchdown, yeah. yeah so well, that was him. He's caught over the middle. He just—he—he he took that. I mean, that was—that was a that great was play him. call too. That was a well, great yeah, play yeah. call.
0: He was yeah. wide
2: open, and then he—but
1: then he did run away from yeah. the defenders.
0: There, there was a few play calls that stick out in my mind that I didn't like, especially the QB outside draw with O'Connell on their center, yeah. which had tripped over Horvath. And I'm thinking in my head. Did we not learn anything last year when Sindelar got a concussion running against Vanderbilt? <laughs> why are we running with pocket quarterbacks? They get injured. That's how our quarterbacks always get hurt. Yeah. Plummer got injured last year on a run. Plummer got injured it, going around a run.
2: I mean, the guys were slipping all over the field too. I don't know why that. Yeah, that that play call was
0: that was right. that made me mad. It
2: yeah. was mind-boggling to me because yeah, again, I, like let alone he was he's not a runner, but then the fact you throw in the elements and that was yeah, that was.
0: Anything on why Malik Carr hadn't seen much of the field? I believe he's still injured. I think yeah. he went warm up. He was
2: dressed, though. I,
1: saw I him think the he huddle. was Yeah, he was banged up, but I think they mentioned him before the game that he was not there. He tried. I mean, he was like George. George was dressed but didn't see
2: the field. And Brom um, even mentioned, I think after the game, because, again, I'm sure we'll talk about it, uh, talking about Rondale. Um, oh, we'll get to <laughs> How play. many – not- He's not going to play guys who aren't ready to come back yet or not, not aren't yeah. ready, but aren't healthy. So,
1: how many we, we talk about? How many wide receivers? I mean, before the year, how many wide receivers pretty, but I feel like they all have gotten freaking hurt. Like, so Rondell's <laughs> been hurt. Anthrop was hurt. Malik Carr's hurt. I think they said Sullivan, the other, the one that I think Shepard talked a lot about. I think he's hurt. Sheffield guy, got hurt.
0: The what wide receiver's rec- tough time pronouncing his name. He was yeah. hurt. That's and why he, he played. Yes, because I didn't know he was hurt, and then Brahms said that's yeah. the reason he hadn't seen him. He was hurt because uh-huh. early in the game, I'm like, why don't we put him in? He was uh, he flipped from Northwestern. Maybe he'd have some motivation uh-huh. a little bit, and <laughs> and he was out there I was like, oh, he's out there. So I mean, like the
1: only wide receiver. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't think Bell's been hurt this year. He was hurt last year. but no,
0: Bell Anderson. Yeah, more, Mar- and Yeah, Anderson and Sparks haven't been hurt. I don't think.
1: Now, Milton Wright's gotten lit up a couple times in oh, yeah. the first two games and left the field, but stayed in there.
0: But Anderson's only caught five balls this mm-hmm. year. He's got to be wow. probably a little frustrated. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like we got all these weapons, but I, I, I guess going back to Saturday, a little frustrating point that point that we only put up 20 points, but it was against the best defense I think we'll play all year.
2: It reminded me a lot of the TCU game from last year. Yeah. You know, just a, a very dominant I – mean, I think we played better offensively than we did. I mean, I was also you know Plumber's first start, mm-hmm. but they I mean, it was a dominant defense, and they shut down our number one receiver. They shut down more last year. It was before David Bell really emerged, and I feel like we just couldn't really get anything going on offense. That's what mm-hmm. reminded me of.
1: What I would say is the TCU game, Purdue was – Dominated, And that game was not as close as it felt. This one, yeah, 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 Northwestern had control of the game, but Purdue still was in it. I mean, I think You're Purdue's right. defense kept them in it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I agree, it was frustrating offense not being able to really do anything. And that's kind of the more I thought about this week or weekend mm-hmm. after was like, okay, Purdue didn't play well and still had two chances in the fourth quarter to tie it yeah. up.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's a pretty good team. Um, We did see King Doru make his debut on the season, but Brahm said he's not 100% healthy, so that's why we didn't see a ton of him. I'm still surprised we're not seeing other backs, though. I'm surprised we haven't seen um,
1: Hewitt
0: Hewitt at all. Uh, I think Tyreek Murphy's kind of in the doghouse for the rest of the year. I think you
1: said he was dressed, didn't you, Webby? Someone said he was dressed, I thought, for this game. I didn't see that now. I thought I saw that somewhere, that he was on the sidelines.
0: I would be surprised if we see him play this year in in a game, but – I think he made a mistake, and
1: maybe he's atoned and made up for it over the last five weeks or so, so mm-hmm. four weeks.
0: But, I agree, uh, but
1: I thought it was kind of an odd spot to put King in. Wasn't it like that third and one right before the yeah, like Garrett yes. Miller fourth down? Give it his first like runner up the middle yeah. with King to, King to Rue and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you've what got your nice? six foot three, two 230-pound
2: back who, I don't know. I thought that was odd. I guess – there's a couple yeah. times where he I mean he just runs hard. I mean that the, the fourth down where he like got stuffed and then still got it. It was like a fourth Kept and his legs days. moving. Oh my and god.
1: Was, there was there was one run where I was I I guess I, I missed the beginning or I didn't see where it started and I watched him and he like Bounced off and fell forward. I'm like, Oh, that was a good run. He's like, Oh, he gained a yard yeah. <laughs> because he because he should have lost three.
0: Yeah. yeah, he keeps those legs moving. He's hard to bring down. Well, it was nice to see Jackson Anthrop back. That was a pleasant mm-hmm. surprise. He's back yeah. a couple weeks earlier than he probably should be, but he's the definition of a Boilermaker. The whole family, the Anthrop family's contributed a lot to Purdue University athletics. So, are there any, are there any more of those Anthrops coming up? <laughs> Maybe cousins I mean, or something. The <laughs>
2: nephews that are like four yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: In the future, um, but it, uh, before we switch to defense, um, I saw a lot of people um, frustrated with the vanilla offensive game plan. Um, <laughs> I wasn't just saying you; I was honestly saying a lot on the message board. But I do want to say that we did run one trick play the other night. Um, there was a, what a flea flicker, but it was a some sort of reverse, and then we passed it. I think there was a defensive pass interference on the play. Don't remember that. Um, but so he's still trying I mean, to get wrinkles in there. But that fourth down
1: play to Garrett Miller was was uh I don't know I think it was a good play action. It was a good yeah. play, but I mean I think he kind of he snuck out there. I think Miller was blocking, and then it was a delayed. I believe I think it was, it was a
0: little uh, rub with ref. Yeah, too. Perfect, yeah, you know?
1: yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say I think there was a little
0: pick there. So mm-hmm. so, but I don't know. I just I should one of these days record the game and go back and watch and see. Um, but maybe maybe it just didn't work. And mm-hmm. like that the or,
1: offensive line got blown up before Yeah, the or something, or maybe, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but I And agree. that's
1: also part of it. If the if the offensive line is getting dominated, then you can't really take those risks. And then it's like, oh, crap, we just lost 12 yards because we tried to do a double reverse or something.
0: And while yeah. I don't think he's as aggressive as he has been at points in the past, it seemed like all we were trying to do the other night was thrown deep.
1: Yeah, it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were trying to get past interference calls?
0: I think there was some well, that.
1: much as they were grabbing. Yeah. I think exactly. So I mean, just keep seriously. Like, okay. They're going to call it at some point. So. And they
0: didn't, which it would have been fantastic to have number four out there because they wouldn't be able to grab David Bell as much. And they probably wouldn't have caught up the Rondell to grab him. Um, yeah. and, and you guys think, because it was reported that he's been practicing the last two weeks, but for whatever reason, he's just not ready to go in a game. Um, do you think they thought he was going to play up until Friday night and some of the game plan revolved around Rondell? And then when he decided he couldn't play, they had to kind of readjust things a little bit.
2: It could be. I mean, from, I mean, all we really, I mean, with us all being on, you know, being subscribed to Golden Black, I think all we really see is what the message board says. And mm-hmm. some people we might take, you know, what they, uh, what they say. And um, I think there's definitely, I think there, I mean, if he was practicing, I think there's no reason why they didn't think he was going to play. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Sam. I think probably some of the game plan revolved around him. I would hope that – go for it, Dan.
0: A good friend of the show, Thad Mooney, said four isn't coming back. I, I've been saying all along if he didn't play against Northwestern, he wasn't coming back. But uh, he had weather conditions, but – But it's, it's November. It's November. I know. We're running out of time. and But but to the, to the point of him hopefully coming back is I feel like if he really didn't want to play – he wouldn't, wouldn't be, be there. there on campus. Yeah. He can take his online classes off campus. He wouldn't be, there, wouldn't be in there on the sidelines, but for whatever reason, something's going on something. I don't know if it's between the years at this point, if it's all mental or if, I'm sure he wants to make sure he is hundred percent healthy, but I also don't like the fact that if he, if he has been practicing that he doesn't play, that takes reps from other younger guys who could really use them. Mm. I just hope it doesn't come a distraction internally. I,
1: I feel like he's if he is practicing, I don't think he's practicing fully just because they are treating him kind of with the kid gloves so they don't want him to get hurt in practice. Well, even if he is 100% healthy, he's probably not getting full reps anyway. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't worry about him too much with that. And that's why I kind of also – I'm kind of more of like – this seems like a, a pattern with Purdue football in the last two years just with – Rondell and lorenzo last year and now Rondell again this year where it's like oh this this is the week this is the week and then it's like oh no actually maybe next week and then it's mm-hmm. like this is the week this is the... no no maybe next week yeah or like how lorenzo Neal last year that's what i keep going back tcu he's gonna be ready for tcu and then it's like oh actually maybe it's gonna be like four more weeks
0: heck he was supposed or, to have a week one. yeah exactly it's like it's definitely,
1: definitely tcu and then it's like nope never mind yeah.
0: And I'm still curious. I'll always be curious if we were a little more successful last year as a team, if Lorenzo or even if Rondell could have came back, if they would have came back last year, if we could yeah. have been a bowl caliber team instead of a four and eight team. I don't know. We'll probably never know. But I kind of
1: doubt it. With Neil, sorry, we can get into that later.
0: Uh, B Smith nine said the other more Marcellus could be getting those reps. Absolutely.
2: I mean, with him, he's hurt, he's hurt I, too. Isn't he? I th-
0: I, I think don't know, but I mean, so I like if we
2: were going to see him. We are going to see him in the kick return game. The fact that he's not out there, I just feel like it means he's just not ready in general. Yeah,
0: so. and I think Brom kind of hinted on that, that he's just not ready yet, and he'll yeah. probably be ready next year, which I think I thought T.J. Sheffield did fine with the, in the return game the other yeah. night. I thought that was actually our best special teams game yet out of three mm-hmm. games.
1: I'm thinking, though, with, with kind of to that, with what we talked about getting the run game, why can't we, I don't know, try to get him the ball just like a screen yeah. of, or an, and, and end around, hand yeah. it off to him to see if he can make somebody miss and break a play? Because we don't really have, besides David Bell making a 30-yard jump ball, I mean, do we – other than, I guess, Garrett Miller running away, have we had
0: – Milton's more had a,
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's more – there have been – catch and be tackled right there it's yeah. not anybody's making i mean horvath had the hurdle in the long run yeah. but i mean you're right nobody's like Rondell moore is going to take one right. yards.
0: you're right and, yeah. and i would like to see some reverses with some speedier guys i was really confused by the milton Wright reverse the other night i mean i, th- I feel like he's more of a go up and get the ball kind of receiver mm. instead of a speedy he wouldn't been the one i would have chose to get the reverse <laughs> but the coaches know a lot more than i do so yeah
1: it's tough to bring down maybe he breaks a tackle yeah. and then it's enough to spring big it. dude, so, Yeah.
0: Uh, but going back to Rondell, it'll be interesting to see if he plays this week. It would be nice if he could because this is the team last year that started this injury. Yeah, so be nice and, to be and
1: I know a Tanner. I think I don't know if it's been on the podcast or offline. We've talked about the wide receiver on the other side yeah. now, Friday night, Bateman. That
0: shot Bateman, yeah,
1: maybe maybe was behind him before the year in the NFL <laughs> draft. Is the now it was remarks. probably, yeah, right there with him, and now it's probably ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe that's extra motivation for him to go out there and repeat his – I don't know, repeat 2018.
0: And real quick before we get into the preview of the Minnesota game in more detail, um, we've talked a little bit about it, but how about the defense? I thought they played pretty oh, yeah. well. The other I think night. they did play well. I'm liking this Bob DiOcto defense. It's a lot of bending. It is a lot it of bending, but they I think it was always yeah. break.
1: It was better. I think it was better this week. The first two weeks were hard for me to watch at times just because it would just look so easy
2: at That times. first one's drive They went down pretty Yeah, pretty I they was frustrated. That. That's true.
0: Yeah. Then we jumped on fourth, even though what the yeah. hell? Oh, What's yeah. the that rule <sighs> when I thought you can jump and get back?
2: You're supposed to. And then, as long as you don't create contact, you're allowed to jump and back. The and the that's, but then the lineman
0: sticks down his and smacks him on the helmet. What so yeah. where the,
2: where,
1: but then if he crosses into the neutral zone – which I think is like over the, you're in right?
0: yeah, the zone neutral, neutral zone
1: though. Then what's a neutral zone infraction? I have no
0: infraction. idea. That's where I'm, I just don't know the rule. I, I, I the rule. There did,
2: call, I believe they called offside, which means they initiated contact, but they said, yes, the that was what they it called initiated it. Contact. It was the offensive player. So that was, I know, I have, I know Brian Newbert, Lock, he was, he had no idea about it. He tried to look up in the rules. It didn't say anything in the rules. So I'd be interested. I hope, I hope, they sent that tape to yeah. the Big Ten. Not that the Big so, Ten going to correct themselves, <laughs> but I uh, think I love the clarification.
1: I think yeah. Jeff Brom addressed it a little bit, and he was said he was frustrated. He gave the ruling like, okay, yes, if he crossed over, didn't initiate contact, and gets back, then it's not offsides. But if he makes contact, then yes, it's a penalty. Or if he's in the neutral zone, then it's a penalty. But he didn't. say – From where I was, he didn't. He was back. He didn't initiate contact. Didn't look like a penalty. It wasn't offsides. Yeah, it's I, on Roman. Yeah, that I don't know.
0: So bizarre. Um I hope we never have to play against Peyton Ramsey again. I hope he just leaves and doesn't come back next year because I am tired of playing against that guy. He's a Purdue killer. He's a yeah. good quarterback though. Good yeah. he's a good college quarterback.
2: He's not, you know, flash or anything, but he's no. he
0: gets the he's job done.
2: Reliable. Yeah, he's he's, he's perfect made that northwestern question. team yeah.
0: a lot better. Of course, they're healthy this year. They were banged up as bad as we were, if not a little worse, believe it or not. Than we were last year. But uh, but I, I was real happy with the run defense. I mean, Northwestern had 40 carries. I don't think they got to even 90 yards. I think it was 80, in the games.
1: 80 yards total, 80, um, two yards.
0: Uh, and especially the last few drives, I mean, our defense was giving our offense chances. Lorenzo Neal woke up in the fourth quarter and dominated that on yeah. the line of scrimmage.
1: And that's what we're going back to five minutes ago when you're saying if Neil comes back last year, I think he actually was more hurt than they were letting on, and he wasn't practicing and out of shape because you've kind of seen each week he's kind of gotten stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and played more. So I think he needed more time
0: yeah, it to get back like into it. He in the gear and they couldn't stop him. He was dominant in that fourth quarter. How about,
1: how about Derek
0: Barnes? Oh, that my God. It. He I, was the like best
1: game. Yeah, it was his he best was game. flying
0: around the field
1: the mm-hmm. yeah hit hard yeah i big love the marcus
0: mitchell love the way that guy plays i hope he's okay he got banged up but he stayed time. in he stayed yeah. in the
1: game now and played but yeah
0: but my my concern goes back to the lack of pass rush it's just not yeah. especially without big george out there it's just nobody's getting home mm-hmm. but uh came out and got another interception
1: i just seeing the jerseys. We haven't talked oh, about that, them. Them. Oh, those are sweet. I hope they, they keep those.
0: I hope they I keep can, them and use them like we use the Glenn Robinson era jerseys in basketball, break yeah. them out once or twice I, a year.
1: I wouldn't mind if they were like the regulars again. Those
2: are awesome. I love those. <laughs> I I, was, I kept finding myself seeing a number and then trying to remember who that person was and forgetting yeah. who the actual current player is. Like, I don't know who that is. Like 24. I, don't, yeah. I can
0: remember that. I, Mitchell. Like,
2: I was 24 again back then. <laughs> Watching My dad had, head up,
0: had the roster on because he kept forgetting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Who was uh trying to get it? I kept like just forgetting who the people were. It was, but yeah. I love the thing they looked so sharp. No, they um, looked mean the
0: helmets look good yeah. with them. It was it was awesome. They did um, really well. Those were good. Does Mitchell have just this year or next year as well? Well, he's a junior college player, so he has two years, and technically, since this is a free year eligibility for everybody. He wanted to, he can have two years starting next year. Yeah. But he's at least for sure back next year, if not um, 2022, which is good news. So yeah, it, yeah, that whole thing's going to be interesting to see how this yeah um, comes to fruition with all these players who are seniors or fifth year seniors, even. I mean, like,
2: because Lorenzo Nyoka could come back next year if he wanted to as well. Jackson Anthony mm-hmm. could come back in the sixth year yeah. if
0: he wanted to. Um,
2: Sparks could. JD I mean,
0: Dellinger could come back as a sixth year if he wanted to. So, Speaking
1: was, of, did did you guys notice the other the backup kicker that had a did. few kickoffs?
0: I did yeah. not know who he was. Uh, yeah, um,
1: so I, I forget his name because we
0: used both punters. We used Brooks Cormier and Collins. Zach that Collins. That, both yeah,
1: punters. that wasn't much of a surprise though, right? But Collins no, um, kind was of
0: more of the rugby style punter, and I thought they both did fine. Oh,
2: what's his name? It starts with a W. I want to say i was a big fan of the kickoffs. though. I mean, we were we were putting them out of mm-hmm. the end zone, so that was, that was nice you, to see.
0: You know, I used to give J.D. Delger a lot of flack. Um, years he's ago. been
2: really good. He's really last, improved. He's been really
1: good for the last season and a half.
0: That sounds right for the kicker's name. <laughs> I thought it was I'm a not, W. I'm not trying. To, if somebody else wants to take a stab, <laughs> take a stab. I'm horrible at pronouncing uh, names.
2: Do you remember what number he was? No. I
0: but I did notice yeah. that, that he was on the kickoff. But oh, it, kick. that's one thing about Diaco, even though we're going from kickers back to defense, it's a weird <laughs> transition. But Diaco, he keeps a lot of guys fresh. I think on that first mm-hmm. drive, he subbed in 11 or 12 different guys. On that first drive of the game, he was just subbing guys in like crazy. So I do like that.
1: I but, believe it was Chris Van Eerken. Is that right? That
0: was... E- I don't remember how it was. So. 57? It does... Yeah, it does ring the bell, I think. It was a weird number for a kicker. 57 is like a linebacker number usually. So Yeah, he's, he's
1: right there on the roster with uh, Branson Dean. Yep, 58. Defensive lineman, yeah, and Jimmy McKenna, offensive lineman. Yep, that running, yeah, that would have been him. kicker
0: number. Man, kickers are usually in the 80s or 90s or single digits. <laughs> Each their own. But uh, anyways, I, I thought the defense was good. I, I, I They're going to have a big challenge this Friday night. I know Minnesota's got a 1-3 record. They only put up seven points because Iowa, but they are a talented offense. Coming into the season, I thought Tanner Morgan was the second-best quarterback in the conference. Rashad Bateman's right up there as one of the top, if not the top wide receiver in the Big Ten. Then they have the leading running back, which his name's escaping me right now.
2: Ibrahim. Yeah, he's leading leading
0: the conference in rushing. Um, Leading the country in rushing, isn't he? Yeah, so Purdue's got to have their work cut out for them um, on the offseason. But on the flip side, we should be able to put up a lot of points. This sure. Minnesota defense so far, the first couple of weeks, has been atrocious. I mean, they let a Michigan team who looks like a dumpster fire do whatever they wanted to and more on them. Um, but I know it's a week-to-week season more than ever this year, especially within the Big Ten. It's just hard to figure out. Um, but we're due to beat Minnesota. They have beat us seven of the last eight meetings. We haven't won up at Minnesota since 07. We've never won at this stadium. We haven't won right. outside in Minnesota since like 1972 because they played indoors after that yeah. for a long period of time. <laughs> uh, the overall series is actually in favor of Minnesota 39 to 33 to 3 with a 32 12 and 3 record up in Minneapolis. Um, this will be Purdue's 12th ever Friday night game. Uh, Purdue has got a record of 5 5 and 1. Of course, our um, latest Friday night game last year didn't do didn't do very well. Didn't go very well against Nevada. But, but the prior one to that was Ohio. That was better. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, like you said, Andrew, at the, at the beginning, it's a shorter week, so we don't have to wait as long. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It's it's a good point. Nine. Yeah, they didn't fire the defense coordinator this time. If you guys recall, last time we were up there in 2018, they'd fired their defensive coordinator the week prior, and it it was the worst uh, point margin loss of the Braum era. And that's when the rumors were circulating about Louisville.
1: That's right. Oh, they fired um,
0: Petrino, and it was just a mess. So hopefully it goes better than that. I don't know what the forecast is up there. I checked last week. That was a week ago. It was supposed to be like in the 30s, but no snow or anything, no rain. So
1: It's going to be cold. It's
0: going to be cold. That's a, that's, a, that's a good that's a good uh, prediction there, Andrew. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll, we'll get into our score prediction a little bit. But before we get into picking games around the Big Ten, the Boiler Breakdown is brought to you by Mad Mushroom. Serving Boilermakers since 1993, Mad Mushroom was located in the heart of West Lafayette and is well known as the home of the original cheese sticks. But whenever I visit, I like to sit down and have an ice-cold beer by trying out their latest pizza of the month, which this month, their uh, pizza of the month is the Mad Chili Pizza, which is their signature hand-tossed dough covered in a uh, house-made chili with onions, jalapenos, and mozzarella, and cheddar cheeses, and finished with corn chips. That starts at $13. So next time you uh, stop into town, uh, tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. And any Boiler <clears throat> Breakdown listener can use the coupon code online, BREAK5. That's in all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5, to claim claim the $5 off any order over $20 as well. That's at madmushroom.com. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And we are glad they are a sponsor of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. And I saw today... They had a pizza deal going on today. I think it was like six dollars for a pizza. Well, hot so, still got time. Still got time if you're watching this and you live, and you, know, you live in the Lafayette, West Lafayette area. Give them a call and uh, or order online. Go order a couple pizzas. Get over that twenty dollars <laughs> so you get five dollars off by using the break five. You have to order
1: like four pizzas, Dan. If it's six dollars,
0: hey, college kids can eat.
2: You're not wrong.
0: (laughs) Take advantage of those pizza deals. Yeah. But I got another another good um, slate of games around the Big Ten this weekend. Uh, The races are starting to heat up. The divisions. I don't know if this first one's going to happen. I didn't read anything about today. As of yesterday, Maryland still wasn't practicing. I don't know if they Mm -hmm. returned to practice today or not, but that's uh, Michigan State with a record of 1-3 and traveling to Maryland, who's got a record of 2-1. and (laughs) Maryland is a a 6.5-point favorite.
1: How bad is Michigan State?
0: Very bad. Not <laughs> good.
1: <laughs> not good. At
0: Bill Tucker's. It's, it's not going well so far. Rocky Lombardi is awful. I am still embarrassed we lost to him in 2018. They finally gave him the hook the other day and benched him for their backup. Like zero points against Indiana the other day.
2: It happens. I think Maryland wins. I think they cover. I, I agree. Yeah. And I agree. Maryland will be off to a one start. Yeah.
0: Um, this is the Fox Big Noon game, number nine, 4-0 Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I almost throw up when I say it. I hate it. Man,
2: well, I, was I, watching, I, I, was, I was watching uh, ESPN before we started recording, and they were talking about college football playoff, and they mentioned Indiana. I just to shut it off. <laughs> I can't. And
0: do you guys think that is part of the reason maybe why Purdue fans were so mad the other night?
2: 100%. Uh,
0: because Indiana is 4-0. Yes, I don't. I don't know. That wasn't that, plays, that,
2: that plays a part in it. The fact maybe, that maybe like, for some, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, for a lot. But I think a lot especially those who live in the state. It's you know, both coaches kind of start around the same time. Um, I think Brahm has a year on Allen. Is that right? No, year. No. Okay, I started the same year, and
0: mm-hmm. granted,
2: I mean, Allen took over a, a, a program that was consistently, you know, at least winning five games. I mean, they weren't going to bowls, but they definitely had more there. He's done a hell of a job recruiting. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just frustrating to see uh, a team like that who typically we're used to beating up on um, have this type of – I mean, they had nine wins last year. And obviously they're off to a hell of a start this year. And I know – I mean, we're always quick to point out the schedule, whether it's last year playing, you know, UConn or Ball State and cupcakes, you know, easing their way. But, I mean, they – I mean – we lost to Nevada. We lost to Eastern Michigan. So I think that's another frustrating part, too, is we yeah, we can bash them all they want, but they win the games they're supposed to win. And, and then, obviously, you, you get breaks like this year where Michigan and Penn State are garbage. Um, that's, the reason, that's the only reason why you know, Indiana's ranked as high as they were is because Penn State was preseason ranked number eight. Um, obviously, if they played now, it would not be the same case. I think I would still be ranked, but be like – I think they'd be in like the 20s. Um
0: yeah, their their opponent's combined record's awful, but I will say they can pitch that to recruits. Hey, we beat Penn State and Michigan. Right. Yeah. The brand name. They're
1: combined one and eight or something, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's pretty bad. But yeah. they do have – this is their biggest game in the last 30 years, uh, probably actually dating back to the 60s. They're at number three, Ohio oh.
1: State.
0: <clears throat> you know, Ohio State is 20-point favorites in this game. This is –
1: I hope the, the winner State of this game, of course, the is in. The,
0: in, in, in the, they're in the driver's seat for the East. But the winner of this game might be. I mean, I don't know. Indiana's still got to play Wisconsin too, but yeah, in Purdue, but in Maryland,
2: but. Uh, I mean, that could be. You know, if IU somehow wins this game, oh which do I don't even want to think about. It. But then they could still <sighs> they could play Wisconsin twice if Wisconsin wins this weekend as well, and they go to the Big Ten Championship. I mean, that could be.
0: I you mean, guys realize. If they win this game, it's gonna. It might be worse than the watch shot. So I. That's why I
1: don't really care as much. Is because maybe I don't know that many IU fans. I haven't heard anything, and maybe it's because it's COVID and it's a positive for me and COVID that I don't see anybody. I haven't heard anything about it from anybody because nobody really cares. I've heard At at least in. Around northern, northern. I hear, I hear
0: more of Notre Dame up in northern Indiana. Yeah, northern because, country. But the yeah. problem is, a lot of them like Notre Dame football and Indiana basketball. And this year, they like Indiana football. Right. They just hate Purdue. Hate, hate, hate. So yeah. And of course, when Notre Dame and Indiana win Saturday and Purdue loses, I just get trashed on.
1: Honestly, I don't. That I don't know. I have. That's why I maybe it's why it doesn't bother me as much because it's like ah, this season doesn't really doesn't really matter. It doesn't exist, it's not a real season. So, I think part of is and, I mean,
2: it's I mean it's not our own false tube, like following a lot of like Indianapolis media. I mean and obviously Oh, I'm, I don't follow it. I can't, can't follow it. Do, I, <laughs> I don't I don't read the IU I,
0: store, I can tell you that much.
2: Yeah, and it's it's just seeing them just lose their minds over them. I, I
1: flip past the Indie Star Sports when it comes up on Twitter pretty quickly so i don't even care
0: yep so what what's the prediction for that game saturday i well, hope O'Han's O'Han's eight, O'Han's eight by O'Han's
2: 40, 40. <laughs> <laughs> um i think honestly does mm. i think Penix struggles
0: that's the key because he's been playing yeah. well
1: i think Penix struggles
0: we played well he didn't he last, two, he weeks, looked, last he looked, two
1: weeks. He looked he struggled against Penn State. Yeah,
0: the whole team struggled against Penn State. They yeah, Penn State gave like them that. 300 yards.
1: Yeah, Penn God, State gave yeah. them the game.
0: If the kid just pulled <laughs> down at the half yard line, we're not talking about this right now.
1: Speaking of, did you see the like on that line? Do you see the Browns when Nick yeah. Chubb did that on Sunday that cost them cost like the over or not the over the the line? I think like Cleveland was like minus three or something and they won by two.
0: Well, the pro that, they yeah. get greedy. I mean, Todd Gurley cost the Falcons the game against the Lions. That same oh, no, day Chubb,
1: What happened was Chubb stepped out of bounds at the what the one instead of scoring. Oh, I and
0: it truth. would had
1: he walked in, then the Browns would have covered, and a lot truth. of people lost. Yeah,
2: but
0: I got Ohio I State guess. by twenty-four, so they cover.
2: I think Ohio State was by twenty-one, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if IU keeps it like four, ten to fourteen. I really nope.
0: don't see them winning, though. Ohio no, State.
1: Not, Ohio State large. Pennix is gonna struggle. <laughs> <It'll be
2: laughs> yeah, cold. That's, that's the question. It's gonna be cold. That's the question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what was the weather factor there? Um, yeah. Illinois at Nebraska. Nebraska is a sixteen point favorite. Illinois coming off the last second field goal win against Wreckers. Nebraska coming off a win over Penn State. Nebraska made a quarterback switch. Luke McCaffrey is now their starting quarterback. Nebraska,
1: Nebraska 15 point favorites. 16, I got. Yeah, I got 15.5. Holy crap. This is going to be a bad game.
0: (sighs) I I got Nebraska pretty easily. Um, Yeah. I think they cover that. I I just don't think Illinois is very good. I don't think Nebraska is very good. (laughs) I think. I can't stand Frost, but I think they're a little better than I've been getting their credit. I think they got talent, at least I yeah, should say. Illinois,
2: Illinois has been it's just struggled just with getting guys to play. I think love just because out. COVID and everything. If they the game, I think Lovey. I mean, think his, his buyout's not that high after oh. this year's, and which is after they restructured his contract last year, the game it, that you mentioned It, it, it hasn't gone high. well. No, it I not. think
1: Nebraska, but they don't cover. Okay.
0: Interesting matchup here. Iowa, who's looked really good the past two weeks, they are two and two. They're at own for Penn State. Iowa is a two and a half point favorite.
2: Surprising. I think Penn State is quit. I think Penn, I think Iowa by ten.
0: Yeah, how, if you're James Franklin, how do you get these guys up? Um, they're not winning the East, of course. Yeah, they can be. A, they can win, lose all their games and make a bowl because the bowls can take whoever mm-hmm. they want. but still wouldn't be a good bowl. I mean, I mean, these kids got a lot of distractions going on outside of just football with classes and COVID and family stuff and whatever. So if they don't really love playing, how do you get them up? That, and that's a challenge for all the coaches. Know, fans,
2: like in front of fans anymore. I mean, they're not, I mean, they really haven't been, but it's, it's hard to – you, you have to, to think,
1: out. though, that some of these guys want to play in the – they want to play in the that's NFL. True. So right. they were talented guys. I mean, Penn State consistently gets four stars that are thinking, okay, I'm going to go to the NFL – so that's what they have is their tape and putting up numbers, I think. So, yeah, it's not, I don't know, a team, but they're going to be – I don't know. I, I think Iowa, I'm with you, Webby. I think Iowa, by the cover, maybe a touchdown or something. I don't know. but
0: I'm think, going to Iowa as well. Yeah. I'm a close one. The Penn State did pull Sean Clifford, which I was surprised. I didn't – he wasn't playing well. I was surprised they did that. And not sure if he's going to start this week or not. So that was kind of the story around the Big Ten over the weekend was the story of the backups. Everybody was pulling their starters. <laughs> except, for except
1: O'Connell, yeah.
0: A <laughs> um, really good one up in Evanston this weekend. Number 10, Wisconsin, who's 2 0, at number 19, Northwestern, who's 4 0. Where this game most likely is going to win the West. But if Wisconsin, for some reason, gets one more game canceled, they can't make the Big Ten championship. So Purdue's still not out of it, but they would need Wisconsin to lose at least a game, if not just get one canceled, in Northwestern to lose two games.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we can't lose anymore. Wisconsin is a
0: seven and a half point favorite in this one.
2: I mean, we've only seen what Wisconsin won two games, but they've looked pretty damn good in both uh, those games. Both sides of the
0: ball I looked really yeah. good. That's a probably, yeah, probably,
2: probably the most complete team maybe in a while. Merch, uh, least, Merch I, I think didn't most, look most so with, is good a, more so with a quarterback. I guess like, they've always been good on offense because they've had a dominant running or Four of them, um, definitely probably one of their best complete in terms of a quarterback. But I think Wisconsin wins. I'm going to say they don't cover. I mean, Northwestern's is, defense is pretty good. as
0: Northwestern's great at winning single possession games. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think Mertz, so Mertz was 12 of 22, 127 yards and two touchdowns against Michigan. So, I mean, but I mean, they did score 49 points, so. He
0: only gave up 11. Was fine.
1: Yeah. I, I think this one's going to be a defensive game. I don't think either. I think it's going to be like a 17 to 14
0: game. I think something. these are the best defenses in the conference. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm agreeing with the guys that I think Wisconsin wins, but they don't cover that spread. I think I think Northwestern covers it. So I think it's – yeah, it's going to be a I,
1: I, I go back and forth between Purdue's defense was pretty good and made Northwestern or Northwestern's offense is not all that good. I go back and forth.
0: Got a comment here. Hmm. Northwestern will have a rude awakening when the refs don't swallow their whistles like they did against Purdue. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. They're definitely taught to do that. That's how they're – I think that's yeah, how they taught right. my defense. I mean, if they're going to call it, take advantage of it. What was it, like Legion
2: of Boom? Those those guys? Those guys, I mean, did every, every play? They can't yep. call every play?
0: I mean, they, you can't. Very true. Do well. very true. It's just like offensive holding, they could call it every play if they really oh, wanted yeah. to. In the nightcap for the Big Ten Conference, you got Michigan at Rutgers. I don't have a line on this, <laughs> but I thought I saw yesterday that it was only Michigan by a touchdown.
1: I don't see one. Let me see if i
0: can see here. either way. It's uh, you're one and three against one and three. Of course, my- <sighs> I think Michigan wins though. I've got Michigan by seven and a half. Okay, mine. I, I think, think- Michigan cover I think I think they win by ten or more. Even though they're not good, I think Rutgers is still Rutgers. They're fighting. I'm gonna
2: say Rutgers covers. They're better.
1: I think Rutgers is better, but I mean, they still they did lose to Illinois last week. So that you yeah. have already said is terrible, Tanner. You agreed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, I think Michigan wins. Yeah, I think it's probably. I bet. I bet. Eh, I think Michigan covers.
0: If they lose, horrible. I just want to just leave.
1: I I I'm surprised. Like I thought he was fired after the IU game. I don't. I, think. Like,
2: I don't think they'll fire him. I don't think they will. I think there'll be an amicable split, but I don't think they – I think he'll step down over – over Just
1: because of his history with
2: the university as a player. Yeah, I mean, as much as they freaking hyped him up when he came in as being the Michigan man and all that BS, but, I mean, hell, he could take the line job if Patricia gets canned after this year.
0: I don't know. I think the Chicago Bears' next head coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what I
1: heard? I think Lovey might be looking for a job, Webby. and re- reunion. I'd take, I'd take him back. i if, take him
0: back. If the Bears don't turn around, Webby, I think you're going to be looking for a new head coach
1: yeah. and an, and another new quarterback. That's bad. I feel your
0: pain.
2: So uh, this the uh, breakdown, not the sh- Kyle sh- Harden Harden breakdown.
0: Yeah, this isn't this isn't mm-hmm. the Bears breakdown. So a uh, few uh, top twenty-five games. Um, I just laugh at this one because you know, a few years ago this wouldn't have been the, like this. Number four, Clemson at Florida State. Clemson seven and uh, one. Florida State's two and six. Can you guys guess the spread on this game? I've got, got it. Fr- I'm looking. At I've got it.
2: thirty-five. Uh, thirty-five.
1: Yeah. Thirty-five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is uh How far? Is, when, is was James when was Jameis? What? Is what is Lawrence back? I think he is. I think he is, too. I mean, Jameis was, what, 2013, 2014?
0: 2014, when they won the national title. Yeah. and then they just, So, um, in
2: six years, it's gone kind of the opposite direction here, huh?
0: Jimbo left, and then they only gave Taggart two years, canned him, and now the Norvell era is off to a horrid start.
2: I think, I mean, if, if Lawrence is back, I think they cover. I think Lawrence is – I think they're out to prove that – they're a much better team with him. Obviously the the la- the loss last week kind of stings, but I mean it was a good team in Notre Dame, as much as I hate to say it, but I think they'll just destroy everything in their path until they. Can. I was to say, do
1: they have? Do they need the statement. And they're not going to hold up here. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna win by fifty if we can win by fifty. There's not like, oh, we're gonna coast. They're gonna get by thirty and coast in yeah, the fourth I quarter. Think, That's right. what
0: I was thinking. They get up and they take the foot off the gas, but when you put it into that circumstance, yeah, I think I think they cover. Well, they've they, already
2: well they've already lost, so they've yeah. got to keep they've got they to keep waste everybody sensibly. until they play Notre Dame again in the championship game. Mm. Assuming Notre Dame gets it gets there too, which they probably will.
0: They got a bye week this week, so. Yeah. Notre Dame's three opponents left are at North Carolina. Uh, they'll watch. They'll, they'll watch the, mean, the other team. Their they're other team at home in that Wake Forest. So. <laughs> no, so a good, get
2: them.
0: Yeah, they could. Good. Uh, good little matchup here. Six and one Appalachian State at seven and zero North 15 Coastal Carolina. And I'm off and out when I say good matchup. I'm not. Judging. I know
1: nothing about these teams. I'm what's
0: going Coastal with Appalachian. I'm going what's, with State. What's Coastal Carolina's mascot? The Chanticleers.
2: Chanticleers. What the heck is that? Great
1: question.
0: Is there, is Ask there, Masters you, Champ Dustin Johnson what it is because that's where he wants to. Anyone go
1: Coastal Carolina? I think so. that sounds right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'll take Appalachian
1: State. I'm gonna take Coast Carolina cover. Keep five the and a half. Yeah, five and a half point game. Sure. Mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina. DJ DJ won the Masters. It's a good mojo for him. I'm keep Um
0: I'd just like to pick on this team. Number twenty two, Texas at Kansas. <laughs> Uh, Texas is a 29 and a half point favorite.
1: Let's say which team do you like to pick on. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I know.
0: They're just so bad. They're just so bad. I'm Texas covers that. Who te- who Kansas lose to last week? I feel don't know. Like,
1: I feel like I I don't know. I, Tanner, let's I feel see, like 62 to 9. They lost to Oklahoma 62
0: to 9. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
2: What is Hold on. I'm looking at another spread here. <laughs> the BYU North Alabama game? I don't even have one on there.
0: Was <laughs> it 45 or something? 47 and a half. <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah. That's the thing. BYU's eight, but they haven't played. Well, They okay, they won at Boise State. Besides that, they haven't played anybody.
2: No, they they need to so I was watching, again, that college football, name they were talking about, BYU, it was specifically BYU and Cincinnati, their chance to get into the playoff, and there a lot
0: needs to happen. Number seven Cincinnati. Speaking of their five and a half point favorites at number five and two Central Florida. This could be a little a tester. Mm-hmm.
1: Luke Luke Fickle. I think they're they're gonna be they're gonna keep rolling since
0: they, I know,
2: know. they're cover.
0: um We'll pick a couple more. Kansas State at number seventeen. Iowa State. Iowa State's eleven point favorites. Kansas State's four and three, and Iowa State's five and two.
2: Is it Matt Campbell's their coach, right?
0: Yep. And that is my prediction. If Harbaugh gets fired or leaves, I think he is their first call.
1: He, I, but he's ever he's been everybody's first call the last like two years. It seems like, and he's just like, nope, not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, Michigan's,
1: the, the Michigan's different. different.
0: I know. I feel yeah. like he's
2: gotten some other calls.
0: And maybe Luke Fickle. Which he turned down Michigan State, but Michigan State's not Michigan.
2: No, oh. I think some. I think someone on the board said that uh, <clears throat> Bo had coached at Ohio State before he became the Michigan man.
0: I mean, I don't see a Meyer coming out of retirement to take the Michigan job. I mean, his wife's Twitter has the X in her description instead of Michigan, where it should be an M. It's or her last name. I I mean, instead of Meyer, it's X-E-Y-E-R. So don't yeah. think that would fly in that household. No, but I'm taking Iowa State. Cover,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Tennessee at number twenty-three. Auburn. Auburn's a ten-point favorite.
2: Tennessee's
1: awful. Auburn two and
0: four. Auburn's four and two. War Eagle.
1: We know. We know, Webby. You hate that fan base, so I'm sure you're going to pick Auburn and to cover just because you'd like to see them upset. Which I would agree with.
0: Number twenty-one Liberty eight and zero. They're underdogs on the road at five and three. NC State, who's a three and a half point. They were
2: underdogs against Virginia Tech, weren't they? And they were
0: underdogs against Syracuse. They've beaten both. Keep rolling with them. I'm going NC State. I think they yeah, me too. I don't for Hugh, Hugh Freeze.
2: Liberty is it Flames? Liberty Flames? Yep. Flames.
0: Uh Oklahoma State at Oklahoma, number 14 against number 18. Oklahoma's seven point favorite. I believe that's where game day is this week.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. They didn't pick Ohio State and Indiana. I don't think so. Thank wow. goodness. Come on.
0: I don't think they did.
2: Not, the, I mean, it's not Indiana. Anyway, that's true. It's not IU, but true.
1: Well, because they know they know Ohio State's going to win by forty. That's why they tag
0: game. Yeah. Fox, uh, Big Noon's going to be there on site. That's, that's so. true. That's true. That's true. Um,
2: yeah, like Oklahoma. I agree. What What years our
0: quarterback? Freshman.
2: Rattler. Okay. Mr.
0: Rattler's freshman. Yeah.
2: He's not too shabby.
0: No. And then last, uh, number 20, USC at Utah. USC is a three-point favorite. USC is 2-0, and and they could easily be 0-2 right now.
2: And Utah has not played a game yet. The Utes. No. Give me the Utes. I'll take the Utes.
0: I'm taking USC. Maybe because I, I just want Clay Helton to keep winning so that job doesn't come open. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It makes me nervous. Brom's
1: not <laughs> going anywhere. He's not going
2: He's not. to USC. It makes me if, nervous. If
0: if Purdue's I, been I, I a mediocre call, team... I think
2: to keep calling Franklin, I think, until he finally yeah. takes. Yeah, <laughs> or,
0: or that's actually... I could see Urban Meyer taking that phone call. If,
2: if Yeah, I think Urban Meyer USC. takes USC or a Alabama should save and decide to leave if they don't take... If they don't call... Um, Dabo first. Dabo first. But, yeah. but then he might... Then Urban Meyer just step in He'll the get a, so yep. I think can get a shot. Can Kiffin get a shot?
0: He's <laughs> entertaining,
1: man. He's entertaining, man. <laughs>
0: work, yes, I did. He had, oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thought Leach was going to be the entertainment of SEC. Leach's team's not playing well, but Kip, no. he's funny. <laughs> I mean, he's dirty as dirty can be when it comes to recruiting, but he's funny. So
1: fits in down there.
0: But uh, before we get into some a little basketball talk, uh, Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webb is ha- happy to announce that they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Of course, the flu is really going around right now on top of other things in the world. Uh, so simply call them to set up an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high quality medical equipment, supplies and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webbs Family Pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with a hometown touch. Boiler up. Yes, sir. Um, basketball, yeah we we've had some news. It's a,
2: week <laughs> it, a, yeah.
0: that, a week away. That's a good point too. It's literally a week away from tomorrow.
1: On me, yeah. Holy and crap. we still
0: don't know the Big Ten conference schedule. Does the crossroads
1: was
2: confirmed. I did yeah. see that today. Yes, or, sir. If it was already. We, but the fact that we don't have the Big Ten schedule does that make you nervous? Yes.
0: Yep. I honestly, and I hate this guy. I wish they would do what Rick Pitino proposed push the season back to start in January, and then you have May Madness instead of March. As
1: yeah. long as as long as long May Madness is in Indianapolis, all 68 teams. Yeah, you can teams still do
0: the Indianapolis thing. Um,
1: oh, my God. Can you imagine 68 teams NCAA tournament right into the Indy 500? Wow. That would be freaking <laughs> Especially awesome. Especially
0: if we could have some fans by that yeah. time. <clears throat>
2: um, even even like if uh... – I just all I'll imagine is like downtown Indianapolis. Even if like even if we still had like if just no packed, fans, but if mean, people would still would still come. Like they'd you know, have to
1: close. They'd they'd, they'd have, have to have shut to everything down. down.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to imagine like if that was you know in
1: a. I know it would be it'd back, be awesome and it'd be terrible yeah. because like you can't go, you can't do anything right. probably because there's that I was the thing that
2: because I, I really wanted to, like this was the, like, I really wanted to go. I've never I've never been to the Final Four. I wanted to go in 2015, but I was studying abroad, and I was like, this is the year to this should year have been there in
0: 2010.
2: Sorry, <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to go, and this had to go and throw a wrench in the plans.
1: Well, it's Minnesota week, Tanner, so it's hate week. So it, be, is, it back is. there for 2010. There you go. It is. Um, that's fitting. But
0: I, I mean, I am, I'm, I am completely. I'm very nervous about this season. Just what? with everything nervous? going on with the cases and everything. I'm just nervous. Oh, yeah. I okay. want them to get through this season, but mm-hmm. to, to the NCAA's point, they have to have a tournament. They can't have oh, another yeah, they year where there's no tournament. They lost like $80 million last year yeah. or something ridiculous.
1: All of the conferences, yes. They've lost, um, lost tons of money from that. It,
0: they just can't afford to not have a tournament. So I like this pro, pro, um, proposal yesterday of potentially having it in, in Indianapolis. they got plenty I'll, of venues.
2: I also will say that he proposed that too because he's got he's had some issues with his team Staying healthy, and I'm not surprised that he's
0: sure what I'm nervous about the Big Ten is the 21 day rule again. Yeah, if if a player gets it, they're gonna miss four freaking games or something. Yeah, uh, it's tight and not scattered. That's just what makes me nervous. I don't, I'm more nervous about transmitting basketball contact than I am football.
1: I think you'll see if because I mean, there's so because there's only okay, there's 12 players on a basketball roster versus eighty on a football. Mm-hmm. So three or four guys get it on a basketball team, you're gonna yeah. cancel games. Yeah. Because you're not gonna have a roster. So I don't think like <laughs> I don't know if they can really yeah, that that just wipes out the season because if you get three or four, you get half the team gets it, then okay, the team can't play for three weeks. I, I think we'll see a lot manager. of
0: makeshift games too. Like I oh, think yeah. if you watch all the Purdue,
1: replacements, the intramurals, the
0: if you, yeah. you watch Purdue's uh what's this new series People called standard Elliott Bloom kind of hinted at they got other teams lined up just in case they need to call. Yeah, them by like you got,
2: you got like I think probably like a, maybe like a Purdue Fort Wayne. You've got Indiana yeah, like State replacement, like replacement players. Is that what you said? No, no like games. a team. A oh. team. Gets- like, yeah, like if, you know. unless <laughs> I mean, you are going to say Iowa, like, Iowa, Iowa. Iowa cancels, and we've got a game on Saturday, and it's Tuesday. We're going to call you know Indiana State. We're going to call yeah. again. I call Evansville. I mean somebody within driving distance and. I would yeah. love to see Purdue. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Never mind.
0: No, nope, Say it. I was gonna
2: be
1: like, oh, how sweet would it be? It's like Purdue and Butler just play like four times this year because it's like <laughs> oh, our game's canceled. Let's play
2: again. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't want to go on four again. Oh, <laughs> who,
2: who was it was uh oh sh- Who was the out east, the teams that are that they literally have they play like six times this year. Oh um, yeah, um, do that. I would be fine. Penn, with it. It's like Penn and uh, like Boston University. Yeah, Boston yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> home
1: how, home many, how many? games? How many games before they like start fighting? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, it's gonna <laughs> get be shippy. It'd be like Someone's a seven-game like, like seven NBA
2: series. Yeah. Where it's just like it'd be like a seven-game playoff series. That's true. Awesome.
1: I'm just start imagining like, each other's girlfriends
0: yeah. just getting the other team's head. I mean, <laughs> when you play them six times, you're gonna get to know them really well. There's gonna be a
1: hard foul at like the second half of the first game, and the next guy's like, "Oh, he's mine. This game, he's mine."
0: <laughs> I remember him. Oh uh, yeah, but uh we'll see. I I am nervous. Um, I'm well, I'm really not. Usually, I'm real pumped for the big thing schedule to come out this year. I don't really care though because no. I usually look. Okay, do we have to play at Breslin Center? Do we have to play at Cole Center? Do we have to play at value city especially that one um this year's no fans I'm like it's all pretty much neutral court anyways so it doesn't matter which sucks for purdue that they're one of the teams that's really going to be hit by losing their home court advantage and
1: and you think about like holiday tournaments where they're playing in like non that's different because it's not like you're playing in a hotel lobby where they put up a basketball (laughs) but there's there's 300 people there and they kind of come out flat yeah so if there's no fans
0: there already and yeah. I'm nervous for next week's game against Liberty because like um Evan mentioned earlier, there's no exhibition games. Yeah, those usually are boring, but they help your team get used to a game type environment. But at least both teams are gonna be in the same situation. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. playing exhibitions. So but yeah, it's gonna be some ugly basketball I think this time of the year. Uh, but but uh it just does doesn't feel like basketball season, but because we're, we're going to play our fifth or that's, fourth true. Fourth. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, it it's is. But it like, is. Be I be like in October 1st. first.
2: Like at this point, if it was a regular season, uh, we'd still have a month before basketball. But
1: but it, we are a week away from Thanksgiving. But it's been, yeah. it's yeah. been a it's been a long like seven months. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: It's
2: uh. We had uh, news of I don't think we talked about last week about Eric Hunter went down in a scrimmage.
0: Yeah. Tibia, that was on was it, Monday. Uh,
2: or tibia or something. We knew
0: he was hurt. We didn't know the extent of it. And that's it's right, yep. six to eight week recovery time, but painters hopeful that's going to be quicker than that. So which
1: would put him what back around January 1st, around the end of the year.
0: Yep. Which w- we're so. already getting beat up. Our guys are already Ethan Morton's coming back from mono. Uh, Travion Williams had a hit pointer. Um Manuel DeWana has been out with pneumonia. You know Mason Gillis has had a few bumps here and there. So we're we're already seeing it. it's like thank goodness we got some depth, but still yeah. it's like, oh, I hate seeing our primary ball handler go down.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you look at last year, I mean, what we needed was better guard play, and it's a lot of our guards who are yeah, we have and hunter are gone, <clears throat> not gone, but Hurt. I mean, it's a but, but all it does is just means that someone like Isaiah Thompson is going to get you a chance to step up. Obviously, Jaden Ivy, which we're all excited to watch. And that's who I'm excited for. Yeah. I'm excited to see him,
1: especially when these first couple games, when Morton and Hunter are not going to be available, most likely, or Hunter Morton may be available for a limited time as he gets back into it, but I, mm-hmm. Ivy's going to get a lot of run. Yeah, and probably yeah. play a lot of minutes, which will be kind of exciting to see him go through. And Painter's going to have to like run with him, basically. I mean, I think um, he, he kind of learned that with Carson. He kind of let Carson play through some of those with his first couple of years as being really aggressive, and he's going to have nice to
2: do it with Ivy now. Yeah. Nice thing about our offense, we don't really need a true point guard. I mean, we, mm-hmm. hell, we had a six eight forward bring up the ball the last couple of years, so it doesn't really Good point. It doesn't really mean like we don't like we're not a typical you know, just just, once the motion
1: gets going, everybody's in Yeah, You don't really need that.
2: I think you'll see guys guys like Sasha step up who I think he's, I think he, I think he's prime. I mean, this is a chance. I think we, we all, we've all talked about. He he was a guy who could potentially get lost in the shuffle with, you know, guys like Morton and Ivy coming up and Newman. I completely forgot about Newman. Um, He might start. Yeah. This is a chance for someone like Sasha to kind of prove why he's, you know, why he's, he deserves to play. And Mm -hmm. I mean, Hell of a shooter, and hopefully he can add more. From what I've read, he sounds like he's a really great leader, which is awesome to see.
0: Yeah, I think this team is one that will see struggle early, but get better and better as the year goes yeah. on. Um, At least that's my hope. I <laughs> hope they get better and better as the year goes on. No, any any <laughs> struggle? Yeah, you hope it'll not score. struggle. Yeah, but get better as the year goes on with with more experience and chemistry with playing with each other. But uh, no, any cats put us in the bubble of the Big Ten of uh, that should make March Madness. So that was nice to see. Was there –
1: did the Ivy League already come out? Did they cancel winter sports?
0: They cancel winter sports and then their spring sports aren't starting until late February.
1: Yeah. So do you think it's going to get to a point where there's other conferences like that that decide we're not going to play basketball? So then the 68 teams – it starts I don't to know, get more and more like college football where pretty much anybody gets in. But it's not going to be that bad.
0: The problem was football had a lot of conferences, and then the MAC, the Mountain West, the Big Ten. Oh, we went back in now that it's yeah. okay to play. So yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be a little more hesitant to come out and cancel, mm-hmm. especially these smaller conferences that have already canceled so much. Um,
1: It'll be interesting with some of the states, as they like Michigan. Michigan just totally like locked yeah. down two days ago. so. Illinois, I think, yeah. yeah. So, like, what happens if Michigan's just like, no, everybody stay home, no basketball?
2: That's the thing. Stay. Like, you, I mean, you look at some of the, like, you know, teams going from <laughs> Chicago to, to Indiana. I mean, and like, a lot of times, like, they'll say, like, you know, Indiana is one of those states where you have to quarantine for 14 days. Like. Illinois doesn't want us, yeah. Yeah. Like, what, like, or, like, is someone like Northwestern, are they going to be able to, to, I mean, I guess they just did it for football. But, I mean, if it, that things get really worse in, in you know, wintertime, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, like you said, Andrew, how how they how those how those are. states affect
0: yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't. And I'm not going to get political on, on the podcast by any means, but I also don't know if if we are to have a vaccine come out yeah. that's a, that's very effective. I don't know where college athletes fall in the <laughs> probably you know, not. I wouldn't a high think, I wouldn't think a high priority, but.
2: Yeah. Plus, that's probably unless like you realistically got these after after departments just pay a crap ton of money. I mean, that's yeah. I, yeah. Might be getting some letters in the mail from John Purdue Club. especially right? if the NCAA
0: turn, If the NCAA knows, oh, we got to have that basketball tournament.
2: Yeah, yeah. With I fans, I mean, I mean, if that's a vaccine, yeah. you Open up to fans, and if that's the case, then you can bet your ass that there's going to be some colleges forking out a It'll be game. interesting
0: for yeah. sure. But we'll, we'll get more in depth in it next week. We'll tie in our basketball preview with our next episode, which is always. Do we fun. decide that
2: We're going to do a whole separate podcast. We didn't really decide that
0: we'll decide off air. I guess <laughs> I don't want I don't want to have any fake advertising, I guess. So, but, um, do have one more sponsor here, and that's, of course, Shroff Landscaping Nursery, a recurring sponsor of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years, and they can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping Design, with you in mind. Any other closing thoughts, guys, as we wrap this thing up? Did we make a pick for the Minnesota game? No, we did, we did not. That's, <laughs> what I, that's what I was getting into. I was okay. Pick. I was
1: like, that's, that's my thought. No, I, I thought completely for...
0: blanked. So, thank you. I don't know what I'd do with you guys. If I was hosting this by myself, it'd be a train wreck. More of a train wreck. Um, <laughs> Purdue and the Boat Boys up there. P.J. Fleck, we don't know what book he's reading to his team this week. Good night, Moon. Oh. <laughs> um, <I don't>
2: <laughs> um, Bruce was gonna redo to him.
0: Purdue is a three point favorite, they it was two and a half yesterday, moved up to three. Um, first question Do we see yes. Rondell more?
1: Yes, 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 and, and, sure. and George, okay, yeah. <laughs> and and George. I do, I do
0: think we see Carloft. I'm more confident yeah. seeing him than I am Rondell, but um, uh, prediction. I am nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid we're going to get their best effort. Even though I, I'm hoping they can already.
1: I think I am I am nervous. Uh, this feels like a game that kind of is, I don't know if I'm putting too much into it, but it just seems like, okay, year four, this is kind of a game that you kind of have to have. And it's kind of a turning point to where if we don't win this one, we're back to two and two. And then we're like, crap, are we slipping away here? Um, I think Purdue does it, especially if Rondell plays. I think Purdue's got a little more energy, and I think Purdue wins big then, just because Ooh, of that. Big. But if, okay. I think Purdue, I think Purdue's offense dominates if Rondell plays, just because everybody's kind of more confident and happy to have him out there, and he just opens up so much more.
0: We got to st- take advantage of the run game because that's one thing Minnesota struggles heavily against the run. But
1: I did, I did hear that Purdue worst rushing offense against the worst rushing defense in Minnesota this week in the Big Something's Ten.
2: Got to give,
0: yeah. You know? Yep. I think Purdue
2: 35
0: Minnesota 28. I'll go similar. I'll go Purdue 34 Minnesota 20. Okay. Yeah. A little cushion there. So but I PJ's so. boat, we, we pull the plug out on his boat and it sinks to the bottom. And then he's got no books to read. <laughs> next week. So Well, that's going to do it for the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Please follow us on any of the social media platforms. We're at Boiler Break Pod. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And we'll be back next week at least with one episode, if not two. So uh, Boiler Up, Hammer Down, Beat the Golden Gophers, and Sink Their Boat.
2: Boiler Up.